You're listening to a podcast on the Geeky Dad Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When the kids are asleep, that's when dad has time to play. Welcome to the Geeky Dad After Dark. Okay, everybody, we have a special guest, comic creator and writer, Anthony Stokes is with us today. But before we have him come and have a little chat with us, you know, uh, we got to talk about the big scavenger hunt podcast challenge that we're doing within our uh, network of Geeky Dad shows, okay? Um, so far, nobody has uh, even figured out what what the word, the secret word is, you know? Uh, the first clue was in episode one of season three of the Geeky Dad podcast. The second clue was in the season premiere of After Dark Season 2. That was like one episode ago. So if you want to check back to the previous episode, that's the second clue. Now, as for the third clue, it was in our big mummy retrospective in the Geeky Dad podcast. That's Episode 2, Season 3. And now, for the fourth clue... And the fourth letter in the the puzzle, it's the letter O. Yes, the letter O. Okay? And, you know, uh, you should be thankful. This time I actually put the clue in the beginning of the episode, whereas the other clues were hidden somewhere else within the episode. So uh, I'm kind of helping you out, guys. Okay? So, yes, this, 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 uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by the letter O. So... Put those letters together, figure out what the word is, and um, give me your your answers on who is the character that says this word. Okay? Alright? So, good luck, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is sponsored by Audible. You know, you can get thousands of great selections of audiobooks, plus exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. And, you know, you can get theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and best of all, even podcasts like this one. 
And all you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash the geeky dad podcast. And you'll get 30 days free when you sign up. You know, when you download titles, you know, you can listen to them offline anytime, anywhere. The app is free and can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. You can listen across devices without losing your spot. And if you can't decide what you want to listen to, don't worry. You can keep the credits for up to a year. And then you can binge them all in a whole series if you like. So, go to Audible trial.com slash the geeky dad podcast and get your free trial on us help out the show help out yourself and listen to great audiobooks with a-list talent narrating right now i'm listening to artemis narrated by rosario dawson you know, it feels cool to have, uh, like, uh, uh, a celebrity narrating to you. It makes you feel special. So, try it out. All right, everybody. I'm the Geeky Dad, and I'm here with a special guest. I'm here with Anthony Stokes. And, you know, uh, he, he has, a, has, a, has a new uh, comic book out. Uh, Anthony, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about this... Uh, exciting new comic book that you created absolutely it's called intrusive thoughts it's about an orphan and he's he's in a really bad place his foster family doesn't doesn't really care about him and he has a uh, night terror sleep paralysis anxiety and his uh, sleep paralysis demon attacks one of his classmates so it's a it's a mystery it's a horror psychological mystery essentially yeah, yeah. well i i read the first issue and it was very intriguing and i and i have to say when i now that I have you like detailing it, what that was, that monster was, because I, I had no idea what it was. Because I was like, "Whoa, what, what the hell is going on here?" But that's in a good way, though. Yeah, in a good way. It's a, it's like there's a bit of a mystery there, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my thing is uh, with this series, I really, I, I really appreciate media that, especially when you when you're studying a story, right? Um, you you spend your you spend your entire life, or not maybe not entire. I've spent like the last ten years reverse engineering movies, right? Narratives, you know. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see where things going, and I really appreciate when things don't like. I don't know where things are going, and that's what right. I was chasing with this. I was like, you know, I don't want people to know. You have no idea where the story is going, and that that's why I'm excited. For, you know, that's 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 really exciting for me. How did this journey for this story come about? Like, is, is this the first comic you've worked on? Or have you worked on other comics before? I had a story. I had a combo called Decay. Um, I had a combo called Decay, um, which I did. So this is my second series. And Decay was my first comic book. And a lot of people were judging me based on my first comic. They're like, oh, you know, you you had one comic. You know, I, I read your first ever comic. Wasn't that impressed? Oh, like, all right. Wow. Okay. So, okay. All right, you're gonna be impressed with this one. So that's, <laughs> what was uh, what was Decay about? Decay was a. Uh, I'm not gonna do the pitch. It was basically like a modern Frankenstein, right? It was like a guy gets killed, wrong place, wrong time, comes back and gets revenge, almost like the Crow. Okay. And I wanted something that was like very. Uh, e- I wanted something that'd be easy to tell, five issue series. That something that could wrap up in two years. I want to be able to wrap up every series I start within two years, mm-hmm. because you never know. When, like when I came, choose the thoughts came to me and I, I got it done 
like pretty quickly, like four or five months. So I want to be, I want to, I don't want to have too much on my plate to where I, I have like, I want to really f- uh, relaxed schedule so I can expand or do things and different things and whatever. So to me, making a short series was a good idea and it worked out. So um, is this a book that you are uh, self-publishing or are you going through Kickstarter? Uh, what, what are you doing? to get? I'm doing book? Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, when does the Kickstarter start? Exactly. Right now. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Cool, we got another cool, so. three weeks. All right, everybody. So get on to this right now. Please. We're going to leave a link and uh, we're going to get people uh, into this. Now, um, how many issues you said this was? The interest thoughts is going to be six issues and I'm really considering making five and six like a, a double issue kind of. So making five and six like a, a bigger issue. So it, it, it might be five. I like I like the five thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So um, you, you are you gonna have this? Uh, well, depending on how how much Kickstarter you get, you're gonna do like a collected version. Oh no, you gotta do so. What, what ends up happening is that the the trade is where you make your money, right? Because you're essentially right. reselling. You're reselling the same thing, you, right? You, you, right. So you do the trade to make money. Like mm-hmm. that's the reason why you do one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even if the trade makes like if the trade makes the smallest amount of, of in your individual issues, it's still worth it because all you're playing all you're paying for is like maybe some editing and maybe some editing and uh I'm sorry, I'm so tired. The printing. <laughs> printing, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So um did the first the first book was also Kickstarter? Yes. Okay, all right. So, um, how did how you you how many issues have you already completed? Just the first one, or as far as scripts, or no art wise and everything. Just the first one, yeah. Unfortunately, okay. okay. All right. So that's cool. Now, um, what was your inspiration in make in, in this uh, story? Like, uh... it was it was like I you know what, and I keep people like my motivation was so much so of like trying to focus on the technical aspects mm-hmm. and, and, and upping everything, doing things better that I truthfully don't remember much of the, the creative stuff. Like I can tell you again, I wanted, I wanted something that was like a timestamp for where I was at in my career right. at that point. Right. Um, and what's cool is that even now looking back on just thoughts issue one, there's so much I could improve on. Like there's a lot of stuff that I would, I would like add to. So that's good news. But as far as the inspiration, I don't know. I think um, a lot of people go through mental stuff, right? Mental issues, mental health is important. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people go through loneliness, abandonment issues, depression, anxiety. So it's working, using a story for that, you know, I think it's, I think it's really helpful. Well, it, it, it could be helpful. I should say. Yeah. Is there a, a, an artist or a, a writer that uh, you're a fan of that would inspire you like in the same way, like like the, the storyline for this. Yeah, no, this guy, uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto, he did Chainsaw Man. He did, oh yes. he just got the anime. He did Fire Punch as well, which is amazing, uh-huh. which I think is in some ways is better than uh, Chainsaw Man. And then he also had Goodbye Eerie, which is like the, one of the best pieces of fiction I've ever read in my life. So mm-hmm. he, I, I basically like, I owe him a, a big debt essentially. And it, it, like his style of like, you never know where his stories are going, you know, 
Mm-hmm. You have no idea. And I, and I love that. I love that about his stuff. And that's kind of what I wanted to emulate, you know? Okay. That's cool. And the, the artists for this book, uh, how did you guys meet up? He did three covers and he did three variant covers for me for, uh, for the gay, my first series. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, a variant, when you do a variant cover, there there's i like to do things that have multi multi-functional things right mm. so when you get a variant cover it's cool because you're not beholden to the original art style right and yeah. which is good because if every cover every cover is an opportunity to hook a a a, a reader right yes yes um so there's that you know you get to do a little upsell you get to do you know it don't cost more to print but you know right. you get the upsell um, but also it gives you an opportunity to work with different people and okay, what I want to work with this person and DNS, my artist, um, did an amazing job, uh, a phenomenal job and he was great to work with. So I said, let's do, let's do a, a full series. Yeah. I, I like the artwork. It's, it's, it has a very creepy quality to it when it gets really creepy. Yeah. Thanks so much. And, uh, he has good, like, uh, atmosphere because in a horror, like in a horror store, you need good atmosphere, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. I would describe it as almost like Tim Tim Burton esque or like Sandman esque. Um, which is which is I could see that. Effect. Yeah, it does have a like the the original Sandman graphic novel. It has that same like style, I guess. It's almost like dark whimsy. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. And uh, have you um like uh, when you did the first book, you you went to comic cons and and showed it around, got boots and everything. Absolutely not. I think I've gone through like I think I've gone to like twelve cons in like the like my first year and a half, which is really cool. You know, it's really it's really really cool because um the great ones will have like a lot of indie comic creators. You know, a lot of times they're just vendor booths essentially. Which is uh, uh which are some of your favorite cons? Baltimore, Baltimore. Well, I have Hampton Comic Con, um, Tidewater. Hampton Comic Con is like this one in the Chesapeake Hampton Roads area, mm-hmm. which I mean, if you're not a Virginia native, you might not know where that is. But basically, like on the it's the farthest point East Coast, actually, in America. Yeah. Um, it's the farthest east. So it, Norfolk. So that's where like a lot of Navy bases and stuff like that. that's a big area. So there, right. there's two. That was my first con. So I, I do have some nostalgia. And then I've also got a really big fan base in that area. Not big fan base, but people will come seek me out because I've done so many local cons. So oh, that's okay. always yeah. a good day, right? And then you know what? I, I like I said, I'd done four cons in that area, right? So uh, or maybe five. Oh my god! So four or five. So I've had a, I've had a chance to build that up now. So when I go to a different con, right? Maybe those people will recognize me now. So, I, you know, and then, so just the, I know I'm going to, I know I'm making big money on those days. Right. <laughs> and then Baltimore is a bigger con. It's also kind of more, it's more uh, North. Right. So you get more, it's bigger. You get more people. You get the people I've been to the York. Baltimore. It, it's yeah. I like it. It, it. I like how it's like focused mostly on comics. You know, a lot of the other comic cons like New York and San Diego, they get too much into the Hollywood stuff. You know, yeah, and yeah it kind of overshadows the comic book stuff. The benefit of Baltimore is I'm I'm hanging out with these people. I'm spending a lot of time with creators that I met. My I meet some of my network. Yeah, and that was amazing. You know, we talk, we chop it up, and also there was so many great creative minds that mm-hmm. I talked to. There was a, a it really it was a really great moment 
because I'm talking to the people that are like basically geniuses at what they do, right? I talk to an editor, I talk I talk to an editor, a colorist, um, another editor, and then an artist and and like other people too. But essentially, like I'm talking to these people, I'm like, and I'm just I'm just understanding how, I'm getting a, a picture of like how little, like what I don't know, like how little I know relative. And right. that's great. That's a great feeling. And then, like, well, for now, my goal is to show them a second comic and then be like, yo, remember we talked last year? Like, what do you think now? So just that just that environment is is intoxicating, to be honest. I was also intoxicated at Baltimore, literally, <laughs> literally intoxicated. Yeah. So when you did your first book, how did it go? Like, how did you go about printing? How did you go about like marketing? Like it was all like experimental for the first time, right? Though I mean, I went into it, so it was it was a rude awakening. Like it was, I was like, and that was, was like, probably during the pandemic time, right? Towards the, I think towards the end. Okay. Um, what, what most people consider the end of the pandemic, yeah. Um, no, it was it was interesting, man. I just got, I I, I had no idea. You don't know what you don't know, right? So I kind of right. jumped to the deep end, and I made it to the other side for sure. But I also understood it, it was great in a lot of ways. You learned a lot from it. I learned a lot. Like I, yeah. like I was like basically my, when I went to my first con as well. I, I learned a lot, and it was a thing of like, all right, I'm gonna get my teeth kicked in, but I'm gonna learn. That was always my thing. Like this is gonna suck. Like the, I, 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 my my first con table was pathetic. I, I got an eight foot table instead of a six foot table because I didn't understand that artist alley was actually a move. I only had one comic at the time. Like I had I had a single cover decay, and then I had a poster, which was the cover, the poster of the cover. And I had stickers and that was it. It was, it was, it was pathetic. <laughs> it was, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is gonna be the worst, some of the worst eight hours of my life. Right. But I'm gonna learn. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had, I, I have a couple of books I did too. And I, when I did my first con, they kept asking me, like, are you the artist? Are you the artist? I'm like, no, no. Can yeah. you draw something for me? Okay. I guess <laughs> I'll draw something for you. <laughs> nah nah yeah it was it was uh so I, I just I try to learn right I try to I'm a very I'm also momentum based as well mm-hmm. and um so I try to learn is a lot and I, I'm, I'm I would say I'm pretty good at like trying new things and then not trying like like not trying to do the same thing expecting different results or or similar or drastically different results right I'm always trying to do new stuff and change my approach and, and it's worked you know it's, it's worked even now with my campaign which is going really good we raised like raised like three thousand in like eight days, um, which that's is phenomenal. Good. Yeah, that's, that's almost good. Sorry, it's it's phenomenal. But I want more. You know, like I want I want to be, I want to have. Ideally, I would get all the funding I would need in like the first week, right? The first day, right? So I'm I'm trying to push. I want to get to that next level. So it's so much about just being adaptive. And um, just just taking what you need to take away, and I, I've taken a couple things away from from this campaign that I need to work on as well. So uh, yeah, no, and then yeah, so that that answers that question. So uh, what what is the uh, what is the goal for the for the Kickstarter? Like how much? Four K. Okay, and what if you go past that? Do you have extra goals? I will have I will announce it when it gets there, but I'm I'm, I'm not doing it till we. <laughs> right. I'm I'm right. not doing it till we hit the goal. I'm like. <laughs> Okay. All right. And uh, so, so have you um, in your area, is it's a big comic book community there? Uh, there's a lot of comic book stores or? There's a couple. It's just a big, it's a big area, right? So you're going to have a comic book store, right? 
Right. But I wouldn't say it's a big comic book town. You know, my boys, my boys are from, uh, I think they're either Long Island or Staten Island. I think Long Island. They're like, you need to come up here. Like, so I, I wouldn't say it's a big comic book city. No, but there are the multiple cons, which is nice. Right. So wait, wait where are you right now? I'm in Chesapeake, Virginia, like Hampton okay. Roads area. Okay. Yeah. Last time I was in Virginia, I got a ticket for speeding. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like Virginia. Yeah. Yes, because I'm so, I'm used to like New York. I'm because I'm in New York. I'm used to like speeding all the time. <laughs> that that is Virginia. They will get they will get you. I got a yeah. couple of those. Yeah, yeah. And so I I would say like New York is pretty pretty big for uh, comic book culture. You know, I mean, there's a lot of cons here and a lot of like uh, comic book stores all over the place. But have you decided, have you ever done like a signing in a comic book shop or bookshop or anything like that? Ever... No, it's something I need to, I need to start getting into. Um, that's, 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 that's another thing, right. That I need to start, that I need to look into as well is like doing yeah. stuff like that. Thank you for reminding me, but that's, that's on the list. Um, I, I always tell myself, like, I'm going to do my best. Like, right. Like there's things I could be doing, but if I like, like the stretch goals, figure out the stretch goals, I'm across that bitch and come to it. I'm exhausted. Right. Right. Like, this yeah. is my second interview of the day. I'm, 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 you know, like I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to push myself. Um, so like, that's the thing where I'm not going to stress about that because I'll, I'll, I'll cross that bitch when we come to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it I, Kickstarter is, it's very hard. It's a very hard thing. It's like a job in and of itself. And then, uh, you have, uh, digital goals and you have like, um, you're gonna give out digital copies in one of the yeah digital size. So I think I I think I did like eighty five. Let me check. I think I did I did done so like eighty five digital copies. Um. So yeah, that's that's a big part of it. And those are great because you don't have to really do anything. Right. Yeah. That's the and best. You don't gotta ship anything. You know. Uh. After uh, you 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 hit the goal. Do you plan on um releasing the book um like through your uh, website or through Amazon or uh, Comicology or any other uh, other avenues? I do global comics and more okay. or less once I fulfill the first comic I'm going to put up on I'm going to put up on uh, global comics and um, because I want to get in as, in as many hands as, as, as possible. I like I like a low barrier of entry. Like I I, I kind of regret the fact that I have to sell the comic book. Right. Like uh, it's 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 an unfortunate part of the, the process. Right. But I, you got to do it to make it. But if, if it were up to me, it don't work free. Right. <laughs> they don't work for free. Yeah, exactly. No. But I'm, I'm trying to get as many hands as possible, get as much work, good word of mouth as possible. So, um, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm host it on the website. Okay. All right. Is, is the artist uh in America or is he like overseas? Overseas. I don't think I don't I haven't worked with a single <laughs> I don't I've I haven't done a, a a a big series like a long form series with a single artist that's stateside. One's in Brazil, one's in Italy, then one's in uh UK. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing happened with me. Uh, it's hard to get a good artist locally because, you know, they you know, money wise is they want more, you know. <laughs> yeah. I know how it is. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so uh, what what do you have planned after this? Have, have you like have ideas for other books after this? A million percent. I have a third. It's tricky because I have a third book that I could drop. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to take big steps in my career. Right. I don't think the book is going to move the needle much. Mm-hmm. So um now, do I? I think I'm gonna do Decay next, and even even 
even in Choose Thoughts issue two, after the K four and five, I'm doing, I have a trade. I can do a trade. And to me, I'm almost like, well, having a trade is going to be huge for Khan or for another Kickstarter. Cause that's right. where I'm going to get my money from. If I make, if I make this money on a trade, I'm up like a couple thousand dollars, you know, like, which right. will give me the flexibility to make another series. So it's, it's, it's all about, it, it's a game, you know, and it's about trying to leverage your position and, and, you know, figure out what to do. But um, yeah, it's, it's uh I have a third series. I'll drop it at some point. Uh, and then I'm trying to, I'm finishing up my first series decay. Right. Uh, so you only want to do uh, comic book stories or do you want to like branch out to do like maybe like a novelization or like a script for a movie or anything like that? I'm focused so much on, it's again about moving the needle. Like for me doing a novel is going to do much because I'm not a novel writer. It would take me, it would take me learning a whole new medium and then, you know, doing the script as well. Like I, I write scripts, I'm a screenwriter, but my script, more likely my script is going to get picked up. You know, there's such a, there's such a barrier of entry for, for uh, movies. Like you're, it's unfortunate. I think, I think screenwriting is one of the most like popular, <laughs> like popular jobs, but there's just so little opportunity, you know, it's unfortunate. So I'm like, but I can make a comic, you know what I'm saying? I don't need a studio. I don't need anything but like my IPs and Kickstarter to make a, make a popping comic. So that's kind of where my head's at right now. My, my, my whole thing right now is advancing my career as swiftly as possible because right. I'm working really hard right now and it's all good. But I also, um, I've also been not taking care of myself. I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, lose, I've lost some weight, which is good. You know, I'm trying to eat better, like, you know, stuff like that. And doing this creative stuff, the stuff that's so time consuming, it's really easy to neglect. And, and I'm really trying to just get to a point where I feel satisfied so I, I can I can take a break. I can I can go to the gym instead of doing a live stream, you know, or, or right. something like that. Where I, so I'm feeling more secure in my position. Yeah. So, um, you know, what 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 would be like, like, what's it? Let's say somebody wants to option your your story and they say, um you know, we will change everything in the story, but just keep like very, very like, you know, how do how you change it up for movies? Do you care about that? You know, some some creators, they always get like upset when they change up the story for the for the movies or whatnot. Would you be like that divorced from it if they ever did that? Or I would think you people be- are too people are too married to their ideas. Right. Yeah. We, we have this idea of like we have to do things a certain way. Right. We have to now if the if the decision like there's 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 a it's a multi-layered answer. One is the this how much credit am I getting? One, um, am I getting a created by is my is it gonna be something that um like I'm gonna be like in the title, not title, but somewhere in the credits, is it gonna be on my Wikipedia page? And honestly, they can do whatever they want because <laughs> Yeah. I can then leverage that. Like I could leverage that into so many more opportunities, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. And, and and that's not how people think. Um, Like, it's like, yeah, we're storytellers, but my goal is always telling as many stories as possible. That's always my goal. It's not telling one story exactly the way I want it. Um, And I just think people have like, I think it's misguided. I think we, we have this idea. I don't know where we get this idea from of like being the stubborn artist. I'm not, I'm not stubborn. Like you, <laughs> If you pay, especially I'm getting a paycheck too. If they if they option it, ideally, ideally I would like the changes to be motivated. You know, like I think like 
that's that's something that's all I would want, really. But we're talking about something that is so unlikely. Like we're talking about well, you never know. We're talking about we're talking about but you're right, but I can I can hit the lotto, like like you know, right. too. It's like you know, so so even it's just it's just interesting to me. I think people have the wrong, I think creators have the wrong. I you know, I, reading if I were to sit reading, here and get so the mad, first right? issue, I, I could see it cinematically because you know you don't need a big budget to do that story from what I saw so far. Yeah. You know? And well, you could do like a, like a low budget horror movie and really get the real like meat of the story still intact. I think. Yeah. Like I said, I just have to be motivated, but um, like I said, I, I'll, I'll take any advantage I can get, you know, I'm a big sports fan and like competitive advantage is huge. I want every competitive advantage having a movie theater, like, that's that's just I'm good. I'm going to cons. I'm not paying for cons no more. Like, uh, man. Oh, they they're comping your table now. They if I if I have a movie, <laughs> if, they, if they if they option my movie, yeah. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's definitely yeah. And um, you never know. You know, they might a, a publisher might want to publish it. You know, republish it. You know. Have you both. talked to any publishers? It's uh, it's tough, man. It's really tough because, like I said, the barrier of entry is so low. It's so easy in there for there. It's a lot, and there's not well, from my perspective, there's not a lot. Not a lot of people are buying comics. Not a lot of people no. are buying mainstream comics. Like so, even less people are buying indie comics. And even the people and that not are buying like hard copy indie comics too. So there's like, a lot of yeah. competition. There's so many indie comics, and then you have you have the in between. You have like your sagas. You have your there's something killing the children and stuff like that. So then we we're like below we're way below that. So it's just it's just so it's just so much that goes into it. I would I would like a publisher just so I can do like I said I can leverage that I can leverage that pretty easily. Um, I can I can do X Y Z. They can get in stores. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to talk diamond. But um, like I said, I'm just I'm just trying to chug along and get these get these comics done. Also, um, do you you do you plan on calling Diamond to get the book out into stores and to previews and all that stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just it just seems really time consuming. Like it just seems like like it just seems like uh and for what? Like the splits aren't gonna be that great. Right. I mean something I might do, I might I might do eventually, but even then I'd probably just get the trade done. Like why not? I I would just wait for the trade. Right. Or you can just go you know, call call every comic book shop you know and see if they'll be interested in doing a book signing and See if they keep some copies and then, you know, sell it from them. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I got most of my biggest sales from doing that. Actually, when I had my book, I used to just call every comic book shop I had, see if they want to do a signing, and whatever comics we had left over, we left it in the store. You know, that sounds phenomenal. That that's definitely a part I have to. I'm also incredibly new. I think I've only been my first comic released in August 2021. Oh yeah, that's or, yeah. yeah. August twenty twenty two, actually. No, twenty one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm so tired. Twenty twenty one. So is it's it's also so much. Like there's there's a there's a feeling of like you're not doing enough, but I also tell myself like you're doing. I'm doing plenty. I'm doing like really good. So it's like, uh, but but also part of that is not like overcoming overcoming myself with like stuff that like I don't know how big of a needle that's going to be. That's going to help it. That's going to make it easier for sure. But that's also once the comic's completed, right? Like I'm just trying to get to the making the comic, right? So you know, what I'm saying get the, yeah. the the first steps in. Yeah, 
I mean, nothing is better than uh, showing your product to the person right there, you know, and then that, then they can make their choice for themselves. I agree on percent. So how do you, you got any advice for anybody like doing a Kickstarter? Like how do you build like a big fan base for people to get you noticed? Uh, I think, I think the big thing is fulfilling the campaigns, right? Fulfilling the campaigns, back, back some campaigns, see how they run them. And then you will get repeat customers. Like I think most of mine, most of my, uh, I think the reason I got such a big, big bump is that most of the people are people are returning backers, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you will get that. It'll be it'll be hard, but you just it's just like a steady climb. I'll learn how to fulfill. Um, I would use media mail for sure. Cause you can always resend something, you know, mm -hmm. it's like 350 or something, something like that. Um, uh, like that's what I would say. Also get ready for it to be like some slow days, you know. Like I haven't had too many days where I got no backers, but they'll they'll be there, you know, and you gotta plan for it, you gotta plan your podcast. It's it's a marathon, you know. Um, and I can't wait to get funded because once I get funded, I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple of days where I just stop caring about the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's like that little bit where I'm like, all right, you can well, take a amazing. deep breath and be like, okay, yeah, I'm chilling, I'm celebrating, like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like, so uh, that that as well. You know, I'm going through it right now. I'm, I'm about to check the about to check where we're at right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're gonna leave a link to the kickstarter in the show notes and we're going to get everybody that we can to check it out you know absolutely absolutely right. yeah yeah and truth of thoughts on kickstarter check it out yeah so uh thank you for being on the show and uh you know i hope it's a big success for you yeah you me, <laughs> me especially man no nah, thank you so much for having me it's great yeah thank you so much all right this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.